This is Single Life with Dr. G, Dating Over 40. And I tell you, it has been a minute since we have put a podcast out there because it's been a whole bunch of life stuff happening. But in the process, there are some great things happening. We are now in 104 countries and have been hurt in 3,200. That's 3,200 cities. Oh my goodness. I am so excited. So whether we are putting out content or not, people are listening because after two years and over 40 episodes, there is some content out there available. So I'm really happy. I'm going to get us caught up to see how everything has been going. Happy 2023 to everybody. I'm going to go ahead and bring in our returning co-host here, Mr. Hollywood. Hollywood, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Hello to you. Happy uh, Friday and uh, welcome to 2023 Single Life with all of our great friends and family out there. And glad to be here again. Okay. Well, now, how have things been going for you? And- uh, uh, 2023 started out with some ups and downs as usual, but it's been great. Some, you know, some smaller challenges here and there and family things going on, but uh, life is still good and life is moving on. How about you? How is life going for you? You know what, Hollywood, it is, I'm glad 2022 is over. I'm so happy because 2022 was a challenging year for me. I don't know how you guys out there everywhere, all over the world felt, but 2022 was a challenging year on a business level and a personal level. So I think still rebounding back from the challenges of the pandemic. Yes. And then my mother started having health challenges and back and forth in and out of the hospital. I don't live in the same state anymore. And so me having to travel back and forth and really put all of my energy and dedication to making sure that my mother's taken care of. So yeah, it has been a very interesting year and I'm sure everybody else out there, you guys have had some stuff, but we're in that stage, Hollywood, where our parents, if you are blessed and fortunate to still have your parents, we find ourselves in a caregiving space and that can affect your dating life. And so some of those things, you know, we'll talk about. And then on the business side of everything, I want to say, listen, to all of our listeners out there, for two years, almost two and a half years now, I have been doing Single Life with Dr. G, Dating Over 40 podcast. I have put in my own money, resources, time, energy, and it takes a lot to do a podcast. I don't know if you guys know what goes on in the back. But it takes a lot. And, you know, Hollywood, I've never asked anybody to help out in this. But I said in 2023, I need to have the listeners to know that it does take time and energy and a lot of money to make this happen. Definitely it does. If they are enjoying this, I'm going to ask you guys 
to join in so our programming can keep going on. We can keep bringing you wonderful content that's life-changing. And to think about sending in a donation to keep things moving. Because like I said, for two years, not asked for anything. I've just been dedicated and doing what I feel like I'm called to do. But we would love for your help and sponsorship and send in a $10 donation, $20, $30. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. (laughs) We're saying to send that in. What you need to do is cash app. And of course, it's a dollar sign and it's Dr. Gladney. That's D-R-G-L-A-D-N-E-Y. There you go. Cash app in your donation to keep programming going. Or you can even zell it. You can zell me at my email address, which is drgladney at drgladney.com. I mean, come on, guys. I can't make any of this any more simple than everything goes to Dr. Gladney. Is D-R-G-L-A-D-N-E-Y. So you can cash app at Dr. Gladney or Zell to Dr. Gladney at drgladney.com. That would be very helpful and appreciative. If you have been enjoying our stuff, please, please consider making a donation sponsoring our programming. So that's with that. And that will be really helpful as well. Let me say this. In reference to just being a sponsor of the show, uh, Dr. G as well, uh, we all know that it takes time, resources, uh, money to run any type of show, uh, whether it be TV, radio. And I think one of the most important things as a sponsor is, is so many ways you can do that. And uh, I think also to the fact that if any person who listened to your show have listened to this show as a whole, if you haven't purchased one of Dr. G's book, I think this is a great time to do that as well. It's a great way to support. It's a great book and it's a great resource for you to learn, grow, and to make changes and that you can become a better person. Whether you're female or male, buy a book. And then we can talk about these dating tips and how to become more successful uh, in our relationships. Oh, you know what? And you are so right. I meant to put my website out there. So thank you for that. Yeah, get that book out there. Get them books out there. Yeah, drgladney.com and purchase the book that's for the ladies the power of attraction getting a man you need not want so yes absolutely so we'll be looking forward to hearing from a lot of you guys because we know that you enjoy this program because i get all of the feedback all of the time now we are going to help you guys in 2023 we're going to be giving some dating tips at the last podcast we talked to women about the stressors that they have in dating. And I tell you, that was a big hit. We talked to the men about the stressors that they have as men. So we said, you know what? We need to give some tips. So it just don't have to be that stressful. Look, what can we do to make dating not stressful? And so we'll continue kind of along this line because we really want to help people get into a different space. Now we have had some connections and some hookups. So I'm real excited about all of that. But some of you out there now, that's what your goal is that for 2023, that you're going to get into a relationship. But you know what? You got to get this dating game down right first. We're going to give you some tips. I'm going to give the tips to the men and Hollywood is going to get the tips to the ladies. Let's get started. Hollywood, my first tip that I have to the men. Uh Uh-oh, watch out. Now, I looked up some tips online. 
But I also have some tips. So I kind of integrated them <laughs> because I, I, I don't I don't want it to feel like it just came from Dr. G. But let me tell you, number one, number me out there, could you please work on your pickup lines? Can you please do me a favor and work on your pickup lines? So, you know, you got to talk to us about that now. Well, you know what? Hollywood is funny because this was one of the issues, not just that I've experienced, but out there. So it's out there to say, hey, you got to work on your pickup lines. Okay, guys, I don't know if what it is that you think you don't have to have a pickup line because you may be a commodity. I I don't want to I don't want to project on what I think the reason is. But I find it particularly when it's online and online could mean Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, any kind of direct messaging that LinkedIn, any of the social media platforms, as well as (laughs) online dating, because you guys know my story with that last summer. But it seems like Hollywood that guys don't even try to be different. They don't try to to come at you in a way that would get your attention. The hello, beautiful, the good morning, beautiful, the this, we have said it before a few times on this podcast. That is not effective all the time because women know that you're saying that to everybody. So that doesn't feel personal to me when Mm -hmm. you're saying that and when a man immediately like hey baby I'm not your baby you don't know me your pickup line is not engaging me to even want to reach back out and and acknowledge that you have sent me something now that's what happens online now when we in person (laughs) oh my goodness when we in person it's a little different because guys will lead with a compliment they may say, oh, you're looking good tonight or, uh, oh, you know, something else. But I think the more you can be unique, the more you can say, what is it that a woman hasn't heard? I mean, if, you know, sometimes a guy say, oh, you look familiar. Have I, have we met before? And, you know, don't get it twisted. Women know it's pickup lines. But if it's a pickup line that we like, oh, that was good. Now, I will tell you, oh, that was a good pickup line, you know. Right. <laughs> so one time a guy, I, his face looked familiar. And I said, where do I know you from? I think you think you must have did something in my past. I said, because your face looked familiar. And I said, let me see. He said, well, why don't you put my number in your phone and see if my name comes up? That was good. I said, oh, that's a good one. That's <laughs> I said, you're trying to give me your number. <laughs> that was unique and it made me laugh. So yeah, what can you pick up lines, Hollywood? What's the deal with the men? So let me comment on that. I think that pickup lines, and I don't know if this is across the board, but at different stages and different ages, right? I think that men, once you get to a point when you're in your 30s and your 40s, you you out there and you, you know, the same line can work for you, right? It normally works for you as a man because you've used it for so many times. It's worked for you. But then when you get to a different stage in life and you deal with an older woman who expects something different, then it doesn't work. So it is true. Men have to figure out a way to have effective communication when trying to introduce themselves to ladies. And I mean, it's just a true fact. Men got to get their act together when it comes to that. And, but I think also, Dr. G, it goes back to some men who don't really know how to communicate effectively, right? Because even, even when you're trying to chance to know someone, 
And you just can't say, hey, beautiful, hey, baby, because you don't even know the woman here, first of all, like you said. So I think when men really begin to learn to understand how to communicate, to say, I can get her attention. How can I get this woman's attention without saying these vain words? Right. Well, you know, I just hope this changes. This is a dating tip. And I said to some girlfriends the other day, if I was a guy, I would have women lined up because right now y'all should have figured out what you could say to a woman that's going to get her. I'm like, what is this? You know, guys wanting to just keep inboxing you and keep having a conversation going, well, how was your day? I'm not going to keep four weeks keep talking to you on faith, do you want to have a conversation with me? Do you want to have right. a real conversation or is it hello? You know, so yeah. So this, that was my first tip. What is your first tip that you have? Well, before I say that, I also remember this. A lot of ladies have also made it easy for men to use those same old lines. Yes. So yeah. if a guy can figure out he can keep saying the same old thing and it keeps working and that woman falls for it, he's going to continue to do it as well. You know, but anyway, that's another story. Wait, so is that called, wait, is that called lazy? <laughs> yeah, it's called being lazy. <laughs> okay, so Hollywood. But anyway, let's get on to my um, first tip for women. Okay, after talking to men and doing a little research, and a lot of men are beginning to complain, they're beginning to have issues and concern about this particular subject. My tip is for ladies, when you meet a man and he wants to take you out on a date, don't expect a man to take you on a five-star date from the get-go. He doesn't know you. He's just met you. And this is the first date. There are so many women that are saying, listen, if a guy can't do this and he can't do that, I don't need to go out with him. Guess what? You will lose out being a great guy possibly because you are expecting things up front without even knowing this person. So ladies, you cannot expect for a guy to take you on this five-star date. And when I say five-star, it means that He's going all out his way just to try to impress you to get a second date. So a lot of men are complaining about feeling used and abused in the sense that women are expecting these five-star dates versus saying, listen, hey, Dr. G, I'd love to take you on a date. Can we meet a start with some coffee or tea? Can we go to the park and whatever? And women are expecting for these men. And I know that it's this thing all about expectations. If you know, I'm this prize and... I'm going out with you like you're doing that man a favor. But you're really not doing no favor. You're basically expecting dinner or lunch or brunch on this man's tip, hey, on his cash flow, per se. And it's, and it's just not fair. You know, and there are a lot of men complaining, like, listen, I met this girl online. She says she wants to go to Nick and Sam on the first date. She wants to go to a five-star restaurant on the first date. Or she wants to have four or five five-star dates, you know. And I'm like, come on, ladies. You don't know this man you, you just not get a chance to even see him face to face, whatever. So we've got to get to a point where women need to understand that going on five star dates doesn't make it going to be a success. And not only that, the man may not want to go on the second date because you, you know that you're expecting for him to spend money on you without even knowing you. Okay. So we got to stop that part as well. You know what? That's fair because um, I can imagine I would hate to be a man <laughs> take people out all the time and all the money that you spend. Oh, and yes. Don't know if that person. You want to save some good stuff for later. And I think that men have had something to do with setting that expectation as well, because some men want you to to know that they they got it like that. Right. So they have kind of started that. I think if women, uh, what you were saying, if we could manage the expectation and say, this is the first day. Well, first of all, are you going to even gel with that person? If you met them online, you don't know until you 
get their energy, even if you've had conversation. Right. But and you might not want to be stuck at a five star restaurant. <laughs> so, you know, With a five star bill. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that that's a good tip. So, ladies, you hear that? Manage that expectation. Don't expect him to wine and dine you and give you steak on the first day. And that doesn't speak really to the character of the man or you. So that, that's good. I like that tip. Um, my second one is to dress with style in the first day. Now, it was funny when I was doing the experimental online dating and even when I did. It's a, it's a little different because when you meet somebody in person, you already got a feel for how they look and dress. Right. So it's real important. When you haven't met somebody and you did meet them online via social media or any other, you really want to make that impression on who you are. Now, this is not that you come, men, I've seen men, don't come with a tux, okay? I mean, we're not talking about overdoing <laughs> it. But I've seen guys come with like cargo pants on, some cargo shoes on, and some not that that's not a time and place for that. If y'all were going to go bowling or something like that. But I'm saying if you go into a nice dinner, I just seen, I've seen it where men are putting in the effort. And I'm thinking, is this how you really want me to perceive you? And so I know that was an issue because that was one of the things that it said in the research. So I was like, okay, so men everywhere kind of step up your game. And I know that right now we in this casual kind of deal and, and all of that, but you can still be stylish. So that was my second one. What's your second one? My second one is similar to yours, which is ladies dressed to impress. Okay. Now, the reason that I say that and do my research as well, there are a lot of men that complain about the way that some women show up on their dates. Men are, you know, the visual and we look at this external and we like certain things. We like for women to have a hair a certain kind of way. We we like for nice makeup and nice wardrobe. And there are a lot of women that come face down. And and this is not all women, but I hear a lot of men complaining about women coming with pounds of makeup, eyelashes that look like Spider-Man, a lot of weaved hair in the head versus just not being natural. Sometimes women come overdressed, sometimes they come underdressed. Men began to look at that and says, is she really just trying to dress to impress herself or is she just trying to impress on me as well? So I think ladies need to also, as you said about men, be cautious of how you dress to impress and how you carry yourself as well. Well, you know, your dress says so much about you. Now, you know, we've talked about the eyelashes and the hair and the, and I said, leave the hair alone for the women, please. <laughs> Because men will say all day long they want natural hair. And for all of our all of our listeners around the country, understanding what this natural hair is, is men will say that, but then they date the women that have the straighter hair. So I don't think that that's really the deal. Maybe it is the pounds of makeup. So what does that say? Let me just ask this question, Hollywood. What does that say to a man? If I were to come and I did have, you could tell I had on a lot of makeup and I had long eyelashes, what impression? I'm still a nice person. What impression does that give you of me? Well, I, I think it varies from man to man. Some men feel like you're overdoing it when you put too much on. Some men feel like you're hiding behind the mask 
of the makeup behind even physical scars, per se. I noticed that a lot of women now are into tattoos, right? And I've seen women bodies tattooed up, and a lot of men just don't even like tattoos, even less their personal preference. But if you're going to tattoo your body up, if you're going to have on pounds of makeup, maybe you are hiding something. Some men think that sometimes. Other men think to the fact that it doesn't take all that. It's be naturally beautiful if you are, you know. And I think that some men have gotten away from, uh, well, women have gotten away from just really showing their natural beauty. And I, I've listened to a lot of men say, I love women who can really be natural. And I understand sometimes we date other women with you know, long straight hair and other things like this. But even just in the black community uh, of men, they want to see women more natural is what we're saying. What a lot of those guys are complaining about. Listen. I, and personally, myself, I love women with natural hair. So, I mean, I'm all good with that. Well, it's all good. So, I'm flowing with what you're talking about with the dress and all of that. I just think, and I've said this, I was in a movie called um, Natural Hair. And I just think, this this is my opinion. I know it's going to be a lot of ladies that agree with me. I think for men that y'all need to let women do their hair how they're going to do it. Because we're not sitting here saying, we don't want you to have bald. We don't want you to have twists. We, it, why? I don't even understand why hair has been this big of a deal to me, <laughs> because like listen, I, it goes back two thousand years ago, Doctor G. Listen, like the hair I was said, important. Even God talks about it in the Word about the woman's hair. I mean, it's the appearance of a woman in her apparel. Even it's been even been mentioned in Good Word, the Good Book, about talking, a woman how she should carry herself. Well, we're talking about hair, and if you want to That's, go to the Bible, well, the hair is really important. If we want to go to the Bible, it said a woman's hair is her glory. So you can fix your glory however you want to glorify it. Up, okay? and, and, and being natural is your glory. <laughs> okay, so listen, I'm just gonna say this for the sake of the sisters out there, and what I said, and given my personal and professional opinion, I think a man needs to leave a woman's hair alone. Women are not. We are not saying that that our expectations of what your hair need to be and don't, and why is your hair bald? And you know, I, to me now, if my hair was green or purple, and I know a lot of the millennials do that, then right. maybe you can. Maybe you want to say something about that. But at the at the end of the day, however a woman feels like her hair is complimenting her. I I don't think that we need to be judged by that. I do believe that your dress and if you're well-groomed, if you dress up or dress down or dress too provocative or not or whatever, I do believe that says something about you as the way you wear your hair. I don't want nobody saying nothing to me about my (laughs) hair, okay? We spend a whole lot of time and money and energy and everything else trying to make sure y'all certainly do that our hair looks good. So, but anyway, I know I don't want to look. That is so funny. That was good. Okay, ladies, listen. I'm always pushed back if I feel like it's something. Now y'all know that. Okay, now number. Hey, ladies. By the way, ladies, we love your hair. Sometimes it's they can go overboard. I always say it, especially when you get to a point of dating. And you, you know, you are getting a chance to fill a woman's hair. You know, sometimes, you know, we have some different thoughts about that. That's all the men are saying. Listen, I'm this is what I'm gonna say. You better set me how I am, or don't accept. <laughs> about we we love women. 
So my my last point about that is that even though men may have certain complaints about certain things about the hair, they still love women. All right, what's your number three? Number three, learn to listen more than you talk. Men have a tendency to talk a lot about themselves. And very seldom do I run into a man that says, I want to hear about you. I want to listen to what you have to say. Uh Now, I don't know where this comes from. If it's nervousness, if it's, you know, you feel more comfortable having the conversation about yourself. It takes for a man to keep talking on and on about himself before he asks me a question about me. And then sometimes when you do have the conversation, then they re-ask you a question, then you know they didn't listen to what you had to say. That's a real turnoff. And then to me, it's a precursor of what the relationship, if you were to continue, what that would be about because they're not a listener. And in relationships, you definitely need to have good listening. So your number three. So my number three. Well, well, let me let me just add a tip to that as well. And I can understand what you're saying about learning to listen more than you talk, because I've I've heard those complaints on both ends as well from men and women. Okay, so my number three is going to be somewhat similar to yours, is that men about a woman listening to them as well. It's kind of like the old saying, sometimes you can hear something, but you're really not paying attention to it. You may hear something, but you're not really truly listening. And I've had this discussion with men and women before about, I can share something with you, but are you really paying attention to it? Or I can share something from my heart they can be really important to me. And we know that me and I already have problems communicating sometimes, right? And sharing our feelings, our hearts, our emotions. And then all of a sudden, we feel like you're really not listening to us. I think listening as a whole for uh-huh. the whole world, that everybody needs to do that better. I think that people in general just don't listen to each other. I have definitely heard men say that and complain about women not listening to them and not when a man tells you, he's telling you, and women, that ain't what he meant. You know, I've seen women react and respond like that. So I know that men feel like they're not listened to. I think there are a lot of women that feel the same because I think it's more when, for the men, when you're in a relationship and you feel like I'm expressing what I, you know, what I need or whatever, and she's not hearing is. I think for women in dating and trying to get into a relationship, I know I've experienced it a lot mm-hmm. where men, they just go on and on and talk about themselves. I will tend to ask first, well, what's your story? Because, you know, as a conversation starter, and then they'll just keep going on and on and on. And I've learned now to just, if I want to tell my story, I'll say, oh, okay, well, so I am, instead of you know, some women will be sitting there and let, let me see if he's going to ask me anything about me. And then you, you know, you throw him away if he doesn't. I have just learned to go ahead and interject and to tell my tell my story as well, even if you don't ask. And then sometimes to some guys, if they've gone on too long, I will say, so are you going to give me an opportunity? You want to know about me? You talk for 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, the listening, we, that's definitely tips that we definitely agree on. Number four. All right. Be open and honest. 
Transparency goes a long way. Now, I think this is really difficult for men to do. I think being open and honest and telling about your intentions, your past, whatever it is. And I'm and it's probably it's probably people in general, but it just feels like that a man is not gonna tell you, you know, how are we still how are we still going on dates with people that are married and you don't know they married? How is all of this stuff still happening? Right, right. And you know, we just had a very unfortunate incident here and a murder because she didn't know he was married and she dated him for six months and she said she was gonna tell his wife and um ended up being a tragedy. It ended up being a tragedy and her life is gone. And I'm thinking, how are we, you know, the transparency and the honesty, and of course that says so much about the character of that person, him, but the point is for men to be open and honest. And I remember one podcast and the guy was saying, we're not going to tell you anything if you don't ask. And even sometime when you ask, you might not get the truth. But women, right. that is another reminder to ask the questions that you need to ask. Right. Ask what you want to know so that what it will tell you, if he is a transparent person, or if he's an honest person, if he's not, and you get that on the first date, you don't need to keep dealing with him because he's telling you right there who he is. So yeah, be open, honest, because transparency goes a long way. So what's your number yeah. four? And so I, before I get to my number four, I, would, I just want to say this to the men who may be listening as well, because I tell a lot of my male friends the same thing uh, about being open and honest and transparent up front. Because when you do that, then you give that woman the opportunity to engage or not engage with you. And it, and it just makes you feel good anyway, just to be honest. Basically, it's got to a point with men in society that it's kind of been like a trend. You know, if I can lie, I can say anything, then it just, it is what it is. And we've got to do better as men, and we've got to hold each other accountable as well. And I think a lot of times when talking with my friends and making sure that we are accountable to each other makes that man a better man. And, we, and women don't have to have this whole conversation about, you know, the guy's always lying and he just says this and he says that and you don't find out what's worth. So really, and it could be on both ends, as you said earlier, but we know that men have always had a problem communicating. With that being said, they're not going to be honest sometimes or they just not going to be upfront. you know, because also it's based on their intentions toward that woman as well. But anyway, that's my little two cents. My number four is women learn to express your needs. I think that a lot of times men... They don't really complain, but they make comments, suggestions about, well, she doesn't really express her needs sometimes or her wants. She just wants to do this and do that or whatever. And I think if you can be, and it goes back to being transparent in your communication about what you really want from this man, you know, what do you really, what do you really need? Are you looking for, are you looking for a boo? Are you looking for a future husband? You know, are you looking for a companionship? And sometimes to keep things from going the wrong direction, you really need to express yourself in reference to really what you need and really what you want from that particular guy. You know, and I think a lot of men, they, they sit and say that, you know, she says one thing, but then the actions is different sometimes. Right. You know, so just, just express your needs and, and be in a sense of front and honest as well with him. Yeah, so it's kind of the same. I think a lot of times women are afraid to really say, what it is that they want because they don't want to run a man off. And I've heard that they say, well, yeah, I am looking for marriage and this guy is not. Then now you 
have blown this whole thing. But I always tell women, if you're looking for marriage and he's not, let him go. He ain't your person. You know, you don't want to, I don't care how much fun it seems, you're not going to change his mind if that's what he, not where he is. That's good. Okay. We're rounding the corner because this is the last tip. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Men, be yourself. Be yourself. Do not come in, and everybody can say this with, as an imposter, with your imposter, whoever you are. At this stage, Hollywood, we are just in our 40s, 50s, and 60s. Right. Come on now. We don't need to pretend nothing. You don't need to feel like that I need to show this side of myself because, you know, people always say they don't see who the real person is (laughs) until. Exactly, Exactly. I am the real person who I am. I am the same always. It doesn't matter if it's a first date. I am because I want you to like me. I don't want you to like a, a version of me. I want you to like who I am. And so a lot of times I think men and women and too, but men, they can come in and try to be impressive or they are the men to try to take you out to a five-star restaurant. That's not what they really can afford. Or they, because they drive a certain car, they want you to think this or this way. And so it's like, just be yourself. yourself. If right, that right. person is going to like you, they're going to like you for who you are. So that's my number five. What's your number five? Wow. I, I like that. Just be yourself. And I'm in agreement with it as well. And I know that's your tip for men, but they can be also the tip for women as well, because it's just such potential people out there. But my number five, ladies have mutual respect on your dates. You know, sometimes um, we, we throw the word respect around uh, in a different formation sometimes, but respect can be anything on a first date. You know, how you talk to that guy, uh, how you respond to that guy. A lot of men complain sometimes and say that's an issue where women don't show them respect. Now, we're not talking about relationship. We could just be in a dating state, you know, where you just don't show respect because you just have this self-centered, selfish mindset sometimes where it's all about you. And you tend to have the mindset that this man is really not important because he's chasing you in a sense. So therefore you feel like you can, you know, you don't have to have as much respect for that man as he has for you. So I would just say for the ladies, just to show more mutual respect so Hollywood, can you quickly tell us, can you quickly tell us an example of of somebody not being respectful on a date? I'm trying to figure out what that may look like. Well, well, I, I think you can say it this way. And it, it also can go back to the fact of, you know, women don't expect men to go on this five-star date, right? Because it's really disrespectful toward him in a sense that you're expecting this man to spend hundreds of dollars on the first date without even knowing you. That's a form of disrespect. Okay. And not giving this, not giving this man the courtesy to even say, hey, can we talk about where we're going to go for dinner on the first date or what we're going to do for the first date, right? Okay, so men, listen, I'm gonna throw a tip in there for men. Men, instead of asking a woman where she wanna go, then just say, Hey, I'd like to take you out on a date and I'd like to take you here. And, right. and you know what? And you can curtail all of that. To say, hey, I'd like to take you and I'd like to meet at Cheesecake Factory. And I love Cheesecake Factory food. I'm not saying, or, you know, even if it's beyond a Starbucks or whatever, because a lot of guys are not really saying, hey, I want to meet you at Starbucks. They do offer to take you to dinner. 
Right. And so, guys, you can curtail that. Just say, hey, this is where I'd like to take you. Right, it's right. Nice little, it's this nice little cozy restaurant over here that I know about. And I'd like to meet you there at 7 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think that exactly. would help. Anyway, this is, you know, we could go on. This was really good. I mean, we've given five tips for the men, five tips for the women. We want for 2023 to be your best year yet and hopefully yes. you to get into a loving and caring relationship we got to yes. get past all of this dating games and stress and all of that that seems to continue to haunt us in this life but so yeah so this is good so i think next time maybe we could focus on what happens in relationships because some of you all are in relationships and you don't know if you're going to be able to stay in them <laughs> So you looking outside saying, I want to date again. But yeah, these are some great life-changing tips. Thank you guys again for joining us. Again, I want to remind you, we challenge you to help to support the content that we have here. And you can send your donations to Cash App, Dr. Gladney, that's D-R-G-L-A-D-N-E-Y, or you can send it Zell, Dr. Gladney at drgladney.com. We will definitely acknowledge you and all of that and what you are helping us trying to make the world a better place, trying to keep the dating life sane. So thank you again, Hollywood, for joining us. My pleasure. We, we just want to say hey, to everyone out there in 2023, be your best. Be your best. And join the Single Life Group. Go. Single Life with Dr. G Dating Over 40 on Facebook, where we continue to have the conversations. Everybody, this has been great. Until the next time, be safe, enjoy, and live your best life. This is Single Life with Dr. G Dating Over 40. Single, single.